In Jackie, progress. I like I like your collar. You you, you? Like Ruth, you got like a Ruth Bader Ginsburg collar. This is uh, what did Kyle Kyle didn't you say that I, I said like I didn't I realize you'd been homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does have kind of botanical. Well, I am in Arkansas, so um, only in the liberal part of Arkansas, which everyone has assured me, right and left. Well. Yeah. Tell me all about this gig. So this gig is, uh, and this gig is the club owner there. It's such a good club. It's called the Grove comedy entertainment complex or something like that. And, um, it's, you know, the weekend after Thanksgiving. So there was only one show a night and it started at seven. And, uh, so you gotta love that. And then, um, it is the staff is happy. Yeah. You know how you can yeah. tell if a mm-hmm. club is well run if the staff is happy. And so they're happy. And uh the the club owner uh, I think he told the feature guy to bring an MC from mm-hmm. Dallas, but he wasn't in Dallas, he was in Tulsa with his family. So he came and so the, the club owner went up and just told everybody to shut up <laughs> enjoy the show. <laughs> And it's something I thoroughly enjoyed. Oh my God, last night there was a heckler and I decided on a different category. I decided to nicely tell them to shut up and to say that we could talk later. And I was like, well, we could talk, you know, what do you want to? And then I, and they were eventually kicked out and um, (laughs) cause they were cut off cause they were super drunk Mm -hmm. and they went home and they wrote a one star review on Google that dug their own hole. Literally it starts with, we were warned three times to stop talking. And, 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 oh my God. And so it went it on for paragraphs, I guess. Was what? It one star of you or the club? The club. I'm not, oh. I'm, if there is a way to one star a comic on Google, I don't want to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's great. So, yeah. uh, so you just had two shows, just two shows. Awesome. And, um, yeah. And so my in-laws came and then there was a loud noise outside my window at this mm-hmm. Tampton Inn. And then, okay. um, and then we were going to go out to eat, but it is Thanksgiving weekend in a, in a pandemic. And so the only place that was open was this place that looked dodgy as hell, 24 hour <laughs> diner. And we, for a nickel, uh, we all ate the most food and it was good. Yeah. It's called Lucy's 24 hour diner in Rogers, Arkansas. Lucy's. I bet Bill Clinton's been there. Well, and the weird thing is, is, is the club owners, cause I, we flew into, I flew yeah. in Little Rock and the closest major airport is in Tulsa. It's two hours. Oh, away. I remember this commute. So you, so Little Rock, because you- we're going to go to my in-laws after this. Right, right, right. And, but, um, the club owner has planes. He, he flies. 
And he's like, you should, why aren't you flying into the Northwest airport? It's international. It's $200 from LA. And I was like, it is not. And so I looked it up and the only air, the only um, major airline that flies there is American and not even on a dare. Well, I fly American. Um, why? Cause uh, I did I don't like, actually, I think I dislike um, United more than American. I've flown, I think, both of them to Europe for military gigs. And, yeah, that's awful. And they were, yeah, they're just dumb. I don't. I'm flying American to Madison. Like, uh, it was hard to find a decent fare to Madison for sure. Right. I fly in and out of Milwaukee. Yeah. Which is only a little over an hour. I didn't want to fly and then drive and then do two shows. Right. You know? If you fly into Madison, you could just take a cab to the hotel and be right because it's walking. Right. This is your first time there? Yeah. But I'm. I, that's not for a couple of weeks. Yeah. What's yeah. next week? Next week is uh, Fort Collins. That's right. That's right. Colorado. It's, this is an insane five weeks for me tonight. Okay. This weekend was Austin, mm -hmm. and uh, how was that? It's it's a great room, and you know it's Thanksgiving weekend, and everyone's talking about the new pandemic, you know, new variant, and it's like, oh my god, when you know. But so we it, the it wasn't like sold out, mm -mm. you know, every show. But uh, but the shows were really fun. It was the audiences are great. The club's a lot of fun. It's it's like a it's a great room. It feels like a killing room, you know, like yeah. it's, it's just whatever the setup is. I think it used to be a music venue, which does they don't always translate, but they don't. It's but great. she's done a great job with that yeah. room. That's a beautiful room, and yep. uh, yeah, that's yeah, so. so cool. Yeah, we only had about uh, 50, 60, I think it was 50 last night, maybe 70 tonight. Yeah. And the room probably seats a buck 40. Yeah. And, um, but I'm, uh, oh, uh, I also got booked in Madison. They, uh, they emailed me. I know, I think it was me bitching about it last week. Oh. And, uh, about how happy I was for you and yet slightly jealous <laughs> <laughs> and then and then um so they finally it's in January oh, okay. and I wasn't going to take any more weeks in January yeah. which means I have to cut my I'm cutting a little bit off of the beginning of okay. my trip to New York I just can't yeah. be away it's hard I just can't I just can't do it I'm just yeah I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go 10th to the 17th that's that's funny in, in New York you know yeah that's what I thought. Uh, yeah, that's plenty of time. Yeah, it's hard to be away. I mean, I I, so I told my son, I'm just like, I I don't know why I all of a sudden have five weeks at work. I do. Like, it might just be because of Corden or whatever. But, yeah. uh, you know, I also had, don't have income. So I got to take it. But this will feel good. I, like, I would love to pace it better and be more, instead of being like, yeah, I'll take it if they want me, I'll take it. Just, just be like, I'm working these two weeks taking two weeks, mm -hmm. you know, it's two weeks home, you know, but I, I also don't feel like, um, I mean, I'm able to negotiate all this stuff, you know, like I, if someone wants me, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Tonight I had hot flashes, uh, during my set, Ooh. literally had to lean against the wall and pull out my set list at one point wow i felt like janine garofalo 1990 <laughs> it was very brutal it was i did not feel good about it and yet i did my 55 minutes and then i got the hell off stage so that's fine um it's uh it's a pandemic it's the holidays it's a lot of things going on 
Yeah, um, I could not. And there were many, uh, there were many older women and men in the audience that were very sympathetic. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. And I got to do my old carriage and miss joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think I have 40 minutes that isn't on corset, you know, yeah. maybe like, so that makes me happy. Um, it should make you happy because I had a couple on the right who I'm certain had just listened to staycation. Yeah. Because there was a lot of nodding. Oh, of laughing. yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, should I even do my Anne Frank? But I needed to do it, you know, and, 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 you know, you can't assume everyone has seen, what? you know, your stuff. So yeah, I just uh, wanted to literally just with those people, I just wanted them a little more in the dirt, a little more in the dirt. I mean, they looked like they were having a lovely time, but I was like more in the dirt. Yeah. And I'm so psyched you bought it. I'm happy that you listened to it. Yeah, very much. So, Jackie, now well, it's, you're still on the charts. I'm hanging in there. I'm like, uh, like 22 right now, but you're still in there. Like you're top six or something. Emma, yeah, great. you're doing good. That's good. You're doing real good. That's awesome. Because there's, it, there's people coming after us. Yeah. I'm not talking just the old Gaffigan albums. I'm like, there's other <laughs> comics that are, you know, just dropped albums. They're coming, but we're holding on. We're holding on. We're, we're, we're keeping in the numbers. It's, uh, did you get your sound exchange check this week? Did it, did it matter? No, uh, but maybe next month it'll matter. Next month it'll, mm-hmm. we'll see something. I think because I'm, I'm, they did my album on Sirius twice last Sunday, oh, yeah. so that might have helped no, um, record stuff yeah. a little bit. But um, They accidentally we'll played see. mine a week in advance, and then they didn't play it when it came out. But supposedly they're playing tracks, so that's cool. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, maybe the one that they played in advance helped too, because you you debuted at number one. Yeah. And you're still in there. So, yeah. so that's cool. Mm-hmm. And um, I sent a new version of the set list that to Corden as oh, an cool. option. Cool. And um and we'll see. We'll see if he likes it better that way. And uh I don't blame him. And uh so other than that, we're going, uh, yeah, we're going to go uh, into the woods in Arkansas for a couple of days. I'm going to be complete. She doesn't have any internet. That's amazing. And I, That's so cool. I, I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a gravel road next to a crystal mine uh, wow. in, in, a, in a national forest. Wow. And, then, and that'll be for two days. And then Wednesday, I fly to Raleigh a day early because Maria's not getting there till Thursday. Okay. To do Charlie Goodnights, I think. Uh, before before that was, you know, it was bought by Helium. Is it still called? Still called? I'm so tired right now too. I've done two shows tonight. I can barely talk. Yeah, yeah. It's still called Charlie Goodnights, right? It's not still called, called Charlie Goodnights, even though it's in the Helium chain. Oh, it was such a good room. I worked I it with uh, Tim Wilson. Now. Oh, is it okay? I worked it with Tim Wilson. Oh, the yeah. great Tim Wilson, who died a couple of years ago. Oh, so fun. So fun. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess I'll never work it again because the helium people run it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just enjoy my memories. <laughs> I have a helium week in Portland. Guess what? That's week? cool. What, Valentine's Day? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, we'll book a woman. Exactly. That's not yeah. the one woman we book all the time. Right, right. We'll book another woman. We'll book a second woman. All right. <laughs> we're laughing because we're furious. <laughs> well, you got a choice. You can only do what you can do. And uh, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I, I want I want the new stuff to come faster, and I want oh I also have a new angle of course on the on the gender sexuality bit. Mm-hmm. I got another new spinoff, but I I might be able to uh, surgically remove it two years from now and put it on an album. I bet. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, it's good. You know the 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 issue is going to be it's 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 here to stay. Yeah, and you might be able to tie it to some new news sources, new stuff that yeah. makes it a little more topical or, or a reason why you'd come back to it, you know? Last night but I went hey, Being yeah. interested in it, that doesn't stop Dave Chappelle. He keeps coming back to it, so why can't you? <laughs> Man, I can't believe these freaking dinosaur dudes. I'm like, how many shitty jokes are you willing to write? <laughs> you, we can't afford to write that many shitty jokes, right? Women? No, no. Oh, women can't at all. But it's like, but I mean, like comics, even, right? I mean, there's just a certain threshold where you're like, oh, I've written too many shitty jokes. And um, what do you mean? I mean, uh, like, sort of like trying to grow culturally, right? Right. And and the and the guys who claim to be Carlin and Lenny Bruce. Nobody, by the way, claims to be Richard Pryor, by the way, <laughs> which everyone should claim to be. If you want to claim to be a fucking God, uh, yeah. Why don't you claim to be Pryor who broke more ground than, you know, Lenny? I mean, I'm not saying bad things about Lenny Bruce or George Kyle, obviously, but um, but don't blow off Richard Pryor by any stretch for for breaking ground on literally like his stuff was so sociopolitical. Mm-hmm. And Lenny Bruce's stuff was sociopolitical as well. And Carlin's, I mean, they weren't overtly political, right? They weren't like naming presidents and naming naming problems. It was, okay, so this friend of mine. I might be too tired to completely follow this conversation, but I'm yeah, and, and, and I think I, uh, I think I uh, put it poorly. But cryptically, I'm just saying you can't write too many shitty jokes in a row or I'm going to hate you. And I can't write too many shitty jokes in a row. I'm going to hate myself. So that's why I have to grow socially and culturally. Okay. Was this just you giving yourself a pep talk right now? Very possible. (laughs) But, you know, it's a real clock eater. So so this did you see that? Did you see that post today from that Uh, person? Was it a, yeah, wait. <laughs> We're talking to the camera post. Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So I texted that person okay. directly. Okay. And because, um, because the whole thing is, is they were talking about how, uh, what a great job Joe Rogan and Jimmy Dore did with uh addressing the big issues and russell brand and russell brand (laughs) and it's like you were a better comic than all three of those guys oh for fuck's sake yes for (laughs) fuck's sake and literally because those three i mean those two guys i mentioned are they're not talking solution at all they're just talking fear and the comic that we know talks solution 
and talks how to stand up for yourself and how to be brave and just how to be, a you know, just try not to live in the fear. Those other two guys literally turn all that fear into cash for themselves. Right. Right. And it's, and their standup is their standup. So it's, it's good when it is. And, and it's not, you know, just like anybody, whatever, but um, it's, but our friend, their standup is always so real and heartfelt and so smart and always yeah. full of hope. Always, yeah. you know, even yeah, when great. warning that bad things are happening or that bad things are going to happen or any of that, it's always full of smarts and hope and, yeah. and yeah. not, oh, and by the way, I'm selling this t-shirt that said we're all going to die. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even Eddie Pepitone, who is a doomsayer, has a has a message of just keep going. And it's yeah. and it's just keep swimming, man. I mean, don't give up. I mean, I'm surprised that you know Joe Rogan's fans don't eat a bullet after they shoot three people around them. I don't know. Is that okay to say on a podcast? It's midnight here. Um, um, I think I think Rogan is probably seen as an optimist by the people that like him, you know? Oh, yeah. I think so. He's, he, you know, he's, he does provide solutions, but it's not, it's nothing I would think is a solution. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, it's not, it, you know, uh, don't let, you know, don't get vaccinated is a solution, <laughs> you know, to don't let uh, anybody push you around, but it's no. not, but their messages never help people around you. Their message the message that I hear from, from Rogan is the government's out to get you. And so always be wary of whatever's happening. Yeah. But they, but I, I think people that think that way think that they're helping you by telling you that. So I actually, I think that they think they're doing a good thing. You okay. Know? In my, but, but, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I do feel like, well, I don't know. It's just, people are coming to conclusions that I'm, that surprise me, you know, but, but you, you're, you've got comics that are, people are having trouble working, making a living. It's just, it, it's, it has everyone on edge. And just when you think the shit's done, then there's like a new, now we've got a new variant and it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, and who, you know, aside from whatever's causing all this, you know, Trump and then anti-vaxxers and all that, the whatever the the result is is so many people are uh incredibly freaked out and so to me i'm like there's some other comics too where i'm like wow okay <laughs> you know i i i feel like people you could be it's it makes you more susceptible to that sort of thinking and um so i guess um i'm just surprised some people are are leaning that way people are worried and it's um and there's yeah there's there's it's and the thing is people aren't overreacting they're just also not reacting right they're not because you can take in all this information that that a lot of stuff is bad and is yeah. happening and it's right. and it's hard to it's hard to parse it all but what you also need to do know is that where you where my feet are right now i'm still living indoors and i have a job and I am, and I, and I can be of some use to somebody around me, you know, mm -hmm. like we went to this museum today. I tipped big. Yeah, I did. Cause it was a free museum owned by yeah. Walmart. 
Yeah. And uh, so, and uh, we went, I, I was, I could only, I last about an hour 15 in art museum, even American art, even um, ships. We went to the, the special exhibit, which was maritime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was really excellent. And then. Is that the, because uh, the uh, Arkansas is on the coast? Is yeah, that why they have yeah. maritime? Hell of a portage. Hell of a portage. Uh, <laughs> it is landlocked. <laughs> mountains all around it. And uh, no, I think it was just like, because a lot of American art is water-based. <laughs> or back in the day, there were a lot of ships that people yeah. liked to paint. Sure. And sure. Um, well, you got to live near water at that point, you know, to uh, to right. get there, goods there, and there, there, there was yeah, and there was some river stuff, but there was a great painting uh, that was super. There was some very snarky those little those little uh, labels that they put next to them. Yeah, next to the painting, telling you who the who painted it and who the artist was. Mm-hmm. It was like okay, so this painting of George Washington was given uh, to. Alexander Hamilton, when he helped pass the Jay Treaty in 1794, allowing slave ships to go through the West Indies with Great Britain. And um, and it was something like that, I paraphrase. Right. But, uh, but the card was just like, hey, uh, and, the, and then there was like uh, a whole, there was like three or four paintings that were like, uh, and there was a Fred, Frederick Douglass quote that was like, you know, you guys see ships and you see freedom and the ocean and opportunity. I see ships and I see slavery. I see uh, peoples being dragged to this country against you the mills. Cargo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and I love that, you know, we're in Arkansas, <laughs> but Alice Wall or whatever the hell her name is, Walton, there we go. Walton, Alice, yeah. Yeah, Alice Walton, who owns it, um, this museum and, um, She's just like, no, tell it like it is. And I, and as which, which makes me wonder why they won't let them unionize. I was just going to say, she's no hero. The Walton family are no heroes. Right. But Um, it was a great museum. It was amazing. It's weird. My son's, my son is a half brother and he's working at Walmart and he really likes it. Oh, really? It might be a fun first job, you know? He's like, he's 19, I think, or something. Yeah, 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 and you're working with a bunch of other 19 year olds. Yeah, and you don't have a family. <laughs> you, right, just, you don't have a, you, you don't know. have to pay for anything giant. You're yeah. just 19, and quite honestly, it's like it, it's like there's no like the day jobs I always had when I was doing stand up. I insisted that they have no responsibility, so that I could leave them at the door and go do stand up. Right, right, right. So what does his brother do art as well or anything? No, he's in college. So he's just doing it part-time for money. And Oh, uh, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cash. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, it's cool. And then yeah. <laughs> Flappers was like, uh, you know, if your son ever wants to work here, he can. And I'm like, and I told my son and he's like, oh my God, I want to work there because he likes their cheeseburgers. I'm like, that's not. <laughs> That's not a job eating cheeseburgers. You understand, <laughs> um, but I, I there's other comedy kids at Flappers. Like it's a there's a whole generation. Yeah, Will's of Will's daughter works there, and yes, and and uh, Michael Rayner's kids work there, and oh, I'm like really? yeah, it's funny when I was at Caroline's, uh, Felicia Michael's son was uh, outside the door. He's oh, like, hey, sure. I'm Felicia's son. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I don't know if she says his name, but um, anyway, uh, 
it's weird. I, I would, I would hope my son wouldn't want to become a comedian and maybe this would even, uh, oh, strengthen his stance against standup, which, uh, right. You know. Right. And plus he's such a, I mean, it's hard to call now, but he's such a good artist that you don't want to. Yeah. He's really um, into that. Yeah. He's really into that. Um, should we take a break, Kyle? We're at 24. We can definitely do that. Oh, it's an early break. You said so, hopefully. <laughs> Hello, I'm Pee Wee Herman. You might know me from TV, but I really want to be a DJ. It took some convincing, but KCRW finally agreed to give me an hour on the radio to play you some music with my friends. <laughs> anyway, tune in for one hour of the bestest, most funnest time you'll ever have on the Pee Wee Herman Radio Hour. I am personally inviting you to tune your transistor radio in to hear me or go to kcrw.com. Duh. <laughs> It'll be available for the whole week from November 26th to December 3rd. So you can listen to it again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> The Pee Wee Herman Radio Hour was produced by Maximum Fun and can be streamed on KCRW.com until December 3rd. Hi, uh, it's me, Jackie, and I'm here to tell you about uh, Fish Fix Freestyle because your style isn't one size fits all, so why not shop at a store that's personalized to your size and style? So Stitch Fix has something called Stitch Fix Freestyle, and it's a shop built just for you. Stitch Fix Freestyle is like a style destination where they take all the different stuff because you go to stitchfix.com, I believe, um, and you take their style quiz. And so they make a store for you. So it's a trusted style destination where you can discover and instantly buy curated items based on your style, likes, and lifestyle. At Stitch Fix Freestyle, you can shop hundreds of brands personalized to your size and fit. So try Stitch Fix Freestyle today by filling out your style quiz at stitchfix.com slash Jackie Laurie. Laurie. So here's the thing, is that, that specific uh, URL is awesome. Stitchfix.com slash Jackie Laurie. It is actually easier to do than for me to say Stitch Fix nine times. <laughs> And, uh, and I like the clothes that I got there and I like that somebody else picks them. And I like that someone else has like, I've answered their quiz and they're like, Oh, you might like this. And I'm like, no. And then they also have <laughs> another page and I'm like, yeah. yes. So, I mean, it, there's just enough stuff that, and then they send it to you. And then if you don't like it, send it back the bag that they sent. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, my travel pants were ones that on straight stitch fix, this mm -hmm. face pants. And then the shirt I'm wearing, I wore last night and we'll wear tomorrow night, is also this green fit, uh, this green sweater that's really that they, cool. That, that they, they recommended? Yeah, yeah, like I, I, I refined some of my answers on the quiz and then that stylist like knocked it out of the park. I was like, I, I never, I always hated shopping for clothes. My mother used to take me shopping for clothes. It was like, a, it's always been a chore. And I was so shocked when it was like three of the four items were like yeses. It was crazy. That is amazing. So go to stitchfix.com slash Jackie Lori. Mm -hmm. um, comic of the week. Okay. Our comic of the week. I thought we'd done her like for sure. Ago. Yeah. Tracy uh, McDonald. Very funny. 
Yeah. Tracy McDonald, originally from Canada. You know how okay. Canada, they, they build these super comics in secret and then they send them down here <laughs> to destroy and bury us. They really uh, do. Whenever I meet a, a Canadian comic who isn't funny, I'm like, why are you an anomaly? What is, it doesn't feel, it feels like it. there's something gone wrong. Yes. She's um, great. Tracy, Tracy McDonald is a T-R-A-C-E-Y-M-A-C McDonald. Uh, at Tracy McDonald Live on Instagram. And she's very funny. And I've worked with her at Comedy and Magic a bunch of times and oh, Comedy and Magic. And uh, hopefully it'll come back. And uh, she's uh, really funny. Check her out. She's got a bunch of albums out too. I think she has like five albums out. She's, oh, she's been so Get on it. Get yeah. on it. Tracy McDonald. All right. Well, um, <laughs> what's your hotel like? I didn't do hotel art because we went to the museum. My hotel is a Hampton Inn. Oh, and there's Andy. But uh, so <laughs> what I didn't do was uh, they have a condo here, but it's not a condo. It's actually a really nice cabin in the woods, I guess, that doesn't have oh. Wi-Fi. And okay. uh, so but I can was you like, use cellular. Could you use your cellular cellular data? I don't know. I didn't want to stay. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, I'll get my own hotel. <laughs> and um, so we're at a lovely Hampton Inn, I believe in Bentonville. Yeah. Uh, or Rogers, whatever. And um, and it's nice because it's a Hampton Inn and it has everything I've ever wanted, which is all the things that have a Hampton Inn in them. And which is a pool, a <laughs> pool, a bathtub and a um, cup of waffle that I ignored this morning, but was psyched to know it was there because they also had coffee. And so I had that. Well, that's where are you staying? I, are you staying at the boutique one, right? I'm staying at the Indigo Inn mm -hmm. uh, or hotel. It's down the street. I'm right off the Sixth Street. Like um, this is on maybe maybe Ninth Street. So a couple like it's the creeks a, like a two minute walk. Right. Uh, and that then, hotel is on the corner of like Dodgy and less Dodgy. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. I, it took me like two days to figure out that Sixth Street was literally just up the hill. Yeah, me too. On and then I'm like, oh, there's the Belvita room in Esther's Follies. Oh my God, a million memories from the 90s. Right. Um, and 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 restaurants that I love from Moontar. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh it's pretty amazing. I I um although this morning, like I, I got up and I went next door for breakfast tacos. Mm -hmm. And I walked in, and as soon as I walked in, I sat down. And they're like, we don't, we don't have breakfast tacos, just regular tacos. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So I order, and he's like, you want something to drink? I'll take coffee. We don't have coffee. I'm like, I know. Oh my God. But you know what? That's cool. I'm here. I'm just going to enjoy. And right. then I had to walk a long way to find any sort of coffee. Um, it's just, it's so funny. It's just bars on 6th Street. There's like no coffee house interspersed. And finally, a Voodoo Donuts, which is like this donut chain out of Portland. Um, Oregon. Portland. Yeah, I got a coffee there and a couple donuts, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I guess I'm used to more towns where like every other business is a coffee house. It seems yeah. like there's, yeah, it was just funny that it was just like bar after bar after bar after bar. Yeah, there's uh, this town um, is Lowell actually is some sort of hub for Walmart. Okay. So it has um, everybody like they don't go to toy fair. You have to come to this town and show them your toys. Oh wow! If if like 
they are super powerful. Yeah. And every, and they, and people have to live here if they, if they represent, you know, so I suspect that there's really good Indonesian food in this town. I suspect that there's really good Indian food and really good Chinese food, but uh, there hasn't been enough time. Because toy makers. Well, toy, uh, everyone who has products that go into Walmarts has to have representation in this town. They have to so live here full time. Yeah, they have to live here full time. So if you have a factory in what Indonesia, um, well, I guess they want to be able to yell at you if your toy, if your toy broke or something, or, right? or your or the the OXO Good Grips or whatever you know, whatever you make, oh, whatever that, that factory makes, um, they they have to have a rep here. So weird, yeah. Which makes the audiences a little more diverse than the rest of Arkansas, I and. It was kind I worked, of great. I worked Little Rock once. There was um there was a Looney. Yeah, well, Looney's. I guess it was it a Looney's? It's still there. Yeah. That guy. Uh, it was a condo and the condo smelled like cigarette smoke and uh I I just didn't care for it. <laughs> no. No, you wouldn't. Um, it's pretty gross. Yeah. But uh, the, the loonies, he's, there's one in Tulsa, I think, and there's one here, and there might be one in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs? Yeah. Uh, I, Wits End? Oh, Wits End is in Wits End. That's in, yeah. that's in Denver. And I, it was I outside of Denver. Yeah. Review in uh, the Denver Post from the Wits End, from uh, headlining the Wits End. It was headlining, I'm trying to put a name in the chat because this guy went off the deep end. But it's who I worked with in Little Rock. I don't okay. know if you know this guy. I think. Do you know him? Oh, I know him. Funny, fucking funny. And then just went so hardcore Trump. Oh, it hurts. Not surprising. It's uh, the yeah. guy is a tool belt. Anyway, so. <laughs> is it what? He's a tool belt. He's got, he's like, he's got some good tools and some bad tools and he's wearing it all the time and you never know which one he's going to uh, grab. Are you yeah. about to get punched in the face with a wrench or <laughs> is he about to take out a, like the perfect size screwdriver and really get a good joke going? As I worked with him yeah. one time on, on a TV show and he was okay. supposed to do seven to 10 and he did 22 minutes. <gasps> Cable. It was cable. <laughs> wow. Was it like an evening at the improv kind of thing or? Yeah, it was like that. It wow. was. Um, I'll type it. Was he crushing or was he trying to crush? Was he frantically trying to? <laughs> I think. Oh, yeah. That was a terrible <laughs> show. That yeah, was that an was awful a terrible show because it never, uh, you were not. Uh, no, I, I got was to see on it twice. It. I was on it. Wait, is that the one Lisa Langame booked? Mm -hmm. Oh, I wasn't on it. I was oh, you thinking, were? No, I wasn't on that. I was on Friday nights that Henry Cho uh, hosted. The listeners have no idea. This is the most specific, obscure television show that they are both debating over. This is like deep, even by minority Wait. standards. Friday nights, it was on after the, after, uh, maybe after Conan. because it was my case. They would keep so late. <laughs> they would keep the Tonight Show audience, like the Tonight Show audience with Leno, right? They keep them and just go, oh, we're going to have another show if you want to hang around. <laughs> so it was people that were like, oh, fuck it. Okay, I'll just sit and watch another comedy show. And then 
and so they they were awful. The audience. I was wasn't. Awful. I wasn't on anything that did that. So Henry Cho uh, co-hosted it, and then and the she was very nice, but it was the 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 female co-host was like the wife of the producer. <laughs> was that wait? I was on so nice weird. Lady, I, I was on so I don't remember what it was. I, it had the name Fridays in it as well. No, it you were Friday night shows that had right. that, what. If it's the one Lisa Langame book, that it was the one she never, I never did. But uh, yeah, okay, I was very was, aware of two, it. I think there were two other Friday shows that were oh, stand-up okay. shows in the late nineties, okay. and one of them had music over your set. Like I did, yeah, I did that. I did that, and I was like, "What is this?" And uh, because it wasn't music over my set when I was doing the set, but when it aired. Oh, some sort of tinkle, tinkle, tinkle of a piano. <laughs> I was like, do not I ever know. air this again. I mean, I <laughs> would rather people watch my terrible Byron Allen. Oh, um, speaking of Byron Allen. Okay. Yeah. So I got, you know, Bernie Pauly had to sue him for the, for, for all comics to get residual. Oh, right. Money, right? right, right, right. I remember so, that. I got two residual checks, $50 each. I've only done the show once, so they must have aired it twice. So I deposited both of them, and then one of them bounces. And they're like, this is a, this is a repeat check. So I, oh. I look at the two checks because I still have them because I, I deposited Wait. them online. Mm -hmm. They have the same check number. So, of course, they look like the same check. That sneaky motherfucker. Oh my God, that's so weird. They didn't yeah. double pay you and you only deserve $50. They were supposed to give you two different $50 checks. You know, that might be it. Maybe they were just supposed to pay me once, but they sent me two checks and I deposited mm -hmm. both of them. It didn't occur. I didn't know. I don't know what they're for. You said did you just someone sends you a check, you put it in the fucking bank. You know? <laughs> right. The only ones you don't want to do are those ones that take it as a as an agreement of contract. Have you ever gotten one of those checks in the mail? I don't know. Is that oh. is that like from a mortgage company or something like that? Or I forget who sends them, but they're always uh they usually think, they send it to a lot of elderly people. In the that homes. would be something I would always intercept with from my mom, is that kind of yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. or she's like social security called me i'm like no they don't call you they're not calling you <laughs> yeah they didn't call you at all there's yeah. they're, they're, they're busy they're busy trying to figure out things so yeah they do that thing where they'll leave a voicemail but they'll they'll start the message like it's it's like the message kicks in like two seconds after they start talking so you the listener feel like you missed something mm -hmm. and that makes you want to call them back like that's a that's a telemarketing scam technique you know man my dad was telling me that he's getting like 40 robocalls a day and i said do you find it an indictment against the fact that you had one of those robo machines back in 1983 ah. and <laughs> He was like, yeah, but my robocalls, all it was was if you would be interested, if you've been thinking of working on your house, please call this number for a brochure. And then they would call that number and then I would drop the brochure off. <laughs> and then I would get a cold call out of it. <laughs> Sounds like your dad's very legit, Jackie. Uh I would say 85%. I would say, which isn't bad when it comes to a guy who owns a robocall machine. <laughs> so. was, was he born in 1932 or 31? 30. Wait, 30, 38. So my mom was born in 37. So your dad's just a year younger than her. Yeah. 
Mm. And uh, I, I got a couple of pictures from Thanksgiving from my brother's uh, wife. He went to things. He usually never goes to Thanksgiving. He just sits and has people deliver him free food. And uh, he went to my brother's and they made turkey. And uh, we, where did we go? Oh, we went, we drove up to Andy's mom's and had a delicious turkey sandwiches with canned cranberry. And then uh, came back down. That sounds awful. Yeah, I know it, does. It, was <laughs> it was actually much better than it sounds. <laughs> Though Andy did say at one point, we should do this every year. And I said, I veto that. <laughs> but that's because I love turkey more than ever anybody. I love turkey. well, no, it's the canned cranberry that really uh, I just re- just pictured it vibrating uh independently. <laughs> oh, it's um, delicious. I want to learn to cook a turkey, but I'm telling you, Thanksgiving week is not the week to do that. Uh, yeah, the pressure's too great. Yeah, so we, I just got slices of uh oven gold. Mm-hmm. And then I, I kind of you know, like when someone cooks a turkey and it comes out all jaggedy and it it's like it feels fresh. And then these turkeys like at the we're at the deli counter, they're all pressed and they don't feel like real. Are they real? Uh, not as in my opinion. And I would say this, one of my favorite things about Thanksgiving is the way the house smells. Like it's yeah. not even the food to some extent, though. I do like yeah. Turkey a great deal. Yeah. Um, I want the whole house to be really warm mm-hmm. and, um, and smell like Turkey and potatoes and stuffing and pumpkin pie. So yeah. it's just nostalgic. Yeah. I miss, you know, uh, my uncle uh, and his his uh, second wife, my Aunt Patty, uh, not my mom's sister, different. I have two Aunt Patties. I heard them okay. any aunts, but half of them are named Patty. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and they're, they're, of course, both dead now. But um, they started this tradition because they had nine kids. They, they, they each, my uncle had five kids and my, and my aunt had four and they got married and they adopted each other's kids, right? And so they started this, Thanksgiving tradition that just turned gigantic as people started getting married. And it was always my, my mom and I, my, our little family, the four of us would go to my uncle Jack's with the 11 of them in their giant house. And then, uh, then they, everyone just kept, they're just kept getting more and more people, but you know, it's weird. So like after my mom was the last of the original four of the Beatles, you know, that died and and yeah. it just sort of COVID hit, so we all haven't uh, had a big Thanksgiving in a while. And and I have some of those cousins are like hardcore Republicans, like Knights of Columbus type of Catholic and all that stuff. And yeah, part of me is like, even now, I'm like, oh, I just want to see them. <laughs> like, I don't care what you what your beliefs are. Like, I, I used to get like really just annoyed that anyone could think like that, but now I'm just tired of you know whatever everything is now. I just want a big old Thanksgiving like we used yeah. to have. Yeah, yeah. It's um what uh what are you guys gonna do for Christmas? Um Christmas at home and then uh uh family Christmas with my son's father, and then uh my son and I are leaving on Christmas night. We're gonna go to we're taking the red eye. It was so cheap on Christmas night. Yeah. Um, to New York and then oh, right. oh I, I I switched my stuff around so we're, we're going to be in New York uh, the 26th through the 28th okay 
Yeah, the 29th, sorry. And the date, let's see, my date at, at Burlington at Vermont Comedy Club, it's thir the 31st through the 1st. It's uh, Friday, it's Saturday. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So Thursday, we're going to we're gonna take Amtrak up from Penn Station to oh. Vermont. Yeah, which is like a seven-hour thing. And yeah. uh, I've heard it's like amazing. Like it, they go to Albany, but I don't have enough time to jump out and see my grandparents' great-grandparents graves but uh they go to albany and then we transfer to like a trailways bus and then it's it's supposedly it's just like really beautiful That's and then cool. so we'll get in i don't have to do a show that night and uh we can hang out in vermont hopefully there'll be snow and stuff and just you know have, have a, a little day. yeah that sounds yeah. gorgeous that so we'll get great. some we'll get some manhattan christmas some um you know rockefeller christmas tree all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. Do a few spots here and there and then, uh, you know, do uh, Burlington. Do you, uh, do, do you two ice skate? Will you ice skate? Um, I mean, the, the, that ice skating rink, it's, I think it's really hard to get into like a really long line. Oh, like okay. it might, yeah. Might not be worth it, but. But it's fun to watch and stuff yeah. and just go out, you know. It's good to see. Yeah. Maybe go to FAO Schwartz and dance on a piano, you know. I think it closed, but I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Buzzkill. Anyway. There's this um Did Brooklyn, you? the Brooklyn Botanical Garden. I think it's mm -hmm. something in Brooklyn has like this incredible, like a like a display of like a, over a million lights, you know, that I want to go to. But I have to, yeah. but it's there's one night where I don't have a spot till 10. And mm -hmm. I'm just going to try to see if we can go out there. Because obviously it has to be dark out for you to be able to yeah. enjoy the lights. Yeah, yeah, that sounds gorgeous. Yeah. It's, uh, we're going to we're gonna stay, I've probably told you this already, we're going to do a Victorian hotel weekend in Milwaukee while I'm also doing the laughing tap. Oh! <laughs> 17th and 18th. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then the following weekend, oh yeah is is christmas and so we're gonna go pick andy's mom up and drive to san francisco and stay at a fancy victorian hotel in san francisco and uh um, oh yeah you're staying in fairmont that's it and then um and then we're gonna drive and we have somebody dog at house sitting oh cool yeah when and, i know she, no no oh. she is a, a friend of mine's daughter okay because that's how old we are <laughs> and um, she has been great and she's also a gamer which came out of nowhere i didn't realize that that would be so she's she plays in a zoom D, &D game which is kind of awesome so and does does gordy even know the difference then uh, <laughs> he doesn't he's just on board yeah he, i've never seen him take to anybody like he took to her he knew that she was one of our people hey let's take a break let's take a real quick break Hey there, I'm Ellen Weatherford. And I'm Christian Weatherford. And we've got big feelings about animals that we just got to share. On Just the Zoo of Us, your new favorite animal review podcast, we're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't, rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Guest experts give you their takes informed by actual real-life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks, cheetahs, and sea turtles. It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. 
So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us, which can now be found in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. I uh, I got some new tags going this weekend. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty excited. And I tried a brand new bit. I'm trying this bit on critical race theory and talking to white people. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to try in Texas. Now, <laughs> it is Austin, so it's kind of a, a gentle, gentle. It helps. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but I'm like, there's something there. I don't know. This this thing might take a while <laughs> <laughs> to find the right kind of angle. Yeah, yeah. To find, without sound like sounding like I'm nagging or trying to be uh, pedantic or a TED talk or anything. Like you know, it's it's like when you yeah, we'll see. It's it's it, it, there. There's a couple good decent laughs, and yep. then I'm like. All right, so let me see if I can just massage the surrounding area and see if this can turn into something. Right, loosen it up a little bit and then and then tighten it back up. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it, for me anyway, I tend to stretch it out mm-hmm. and, then, and then cut it back, you know, just so I can find different offshoots because there's punchlines out there. And especially if it's something as, you know, where where once you say the words, there's some goofus who's like, no, not going to want to. Right. Like, no, nope, no, nope, yeah. we're going to talk about it anyway. It's all going to work. Well, out. yeah. So, so to me, it's like, well, if I have, if I know I have one solid joke and I get pushed back from the crowd, at least I can get the solid joke out and then, you know, either abandon ship or just try to keep pushing it or something like that. But there was a, a couple of there was like four college students in the front row and afterwards they wanted to take pictures and I was like yeah and um one of the one of the young women said it was just great to hear someone have just have sort of a a discussion of my generation that wasn't real negative and I was like yeah <laughs> I bet because, you know, there's nothing. I mean, it's irritating to be 22 years old and to just have everything around you tell you that you're an idiot and you're oh, a monster. And, yeah, right. Oh, that generation. I thought you meant our generation. Oh no, the 22. There were a bunch, a pile of 22 year olds who were. Oh, oh who yeah. Were into it. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. And uh, and I sold a bunch of never say no without a number uh, coins tonight. And uh, but nothing like that. I mean. It's so funny that my dad predicted that people would like sales managers would want to give them to their staff. Yeah. And yeah. That's a and great sold, quote. Yeah. Um, yeah. I sold a few, but I didn't bring the books up on stage, you know, cause it's, I, I didn't bring the proper accoutrements. So like I forgot my square reader and then it's just like, Oh, I got to type it in. So I wasn't really doing a hard sell. So I didn't sell many. (laughs) (laughs) You can go to Walgreens and buy another square reader, by the way. I don't know where there's a Walgreens around here though. Um, There's no chains here. It's hard to find a chain here. I said for voodoo donuts, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you get on one of those, uh, those, those, um, Oh, the, the, I, I'm afraid I've never been on an electric scooter. I'm afraid. Of I, that was the first time I did it was, it was at the Creek in the cave. Oh, really? Because I was so far away. I had mm-hmm. accidentally said I would have, 
um, lunch with some fans who were very nice, but I was at the end of lunch, I was like, I gotta, I gotta go back to the hotel and lie down. So they offered to drive me home and I was like, no, no, I'm just going to get a scooter. And I got a scooter and, um, it was terrifying. And, but I was also super cautious with it. So I didn't fall off of it once. And I was just like, "Mm." yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I'm not going to try it. You haven't convinced me. Uh, <laughs> I just, Fair uh, I don't want to deal with a potential injury. I'll walk. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus I see, plus the, I tweeted about this today and then I got a little, got a little bit of traction <laughs> about how, you know, a lot of Californians are, are moving to Texas cause there's no state income tax, but it, it's like, if you look at the sidewalks, maybe you guys could use a little state income tax folks. Yeah. Cause they're yeah. a mess. They're like potholes everywhere. It's really bad. And I mean, I've walked, if you walk like on sunset near the Hyperion cafe, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. really bad too, but there's yeah. a lot of trees that are pushing the thing out. This is just like, bad patchwork patchwork school it's total neglect it's like that's what government's for that's what that's what taxes are for you know whatever anyway i don't don't trust uh i don't want to be riding those sidewalks with the with the oh no and you're not supposed to be on the sidewalk you're supposed to be on the street which is uh um also unsafe full of holes i'm telling you i'm walking in in high heel boots and going i I, every step is a potential ankle injury. Right. And I'll say this is that I didn't, it's not like I'm traveling with a helmet. So I was clearly riding these scooters without a helmet as right. are most people. Yes. And my brain's, you know, the only, Oh, uh, Alameda, Patrick Ford. Yeah. He's going to pay the bill. Yay. It just took, it just took like three times of me going, are you getting this? Cause it's due the first week of December. And he finally was like, we are planning on paying it. And I was like, okay, I just needed a thumbs up over here. Yep. And, um, yeah. And so I am psyched kind of to be two days off the grid because Monday and Tuesday, there will be, she doesn't get any cell phone reception in the middle of this national forest where they live. And she doesn't have internet because she was working like 60 hour weeks and she didn't need it. And they, they raised the prices on her. So she was like, I'm just going to cancel it and redo it later when I want internet again. Wow. So she has dish. For so there's TV. There's TV. Okay. And, and I, you know, I brought like nine books, so I'm fine. But, um, and it's also, it's also so beautiful that uh, there can be some nice hikes and stuff. That sounds amazing. Yeah, just just only two days. We might go to. I want to go to Hot Springs. We're going to drive there tomorrow to this little town up in the in the woods um, that they live outside of. But I want to go to Hot Springs on Monday because we have Monday and Tuesday, and go to a, go to a hot spring. <laughs> I yeah. want to actually do a hot spring thing. Yeah, you know that hot springs used to be where Al Capone and those guys all the different uh, mobsters would yeah. vacation in hot springs. It was a demilitarized zone. It was a neutral. Oh, interesting. For, for dirtbag gangs in the thirties. And wow. that's where the FBI arrested everybody for tax evasion. And it no oh. longer became safe, <laughs> a safe place to <laughs> vacation because the FBI wasn't in on the, uh, on the truce. Mm. So. Well, wow. 
I mean, you could be uh, you could be uh, bathing with uh, Al Capone's semen. I mean, who knows what's in those hot springs? Yeah, I, I think 70 years later, I think it's cleaned up. <laughs> I think the bacterium has mutated and uh, there's a, a swamp thing is going to come out of there. It'll, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so tired. That was I know literally it. the best joke I could think of. <laughs> I, uh, I am so sorry. Work. Yeah. I had to work tonight. I had to pump yeah. a lot of energy into these people. Like yeah. every joke I gave them my all, Jackie. I was on an idle pilot, not even once. You you don't phone it in ever. And tonight you had two shows. Who's featuring? Who's emceeing? Uh, Rachel Fogletto, uh, oh, nice. from Philly. She's recording an album. So she mm-hmm. came down to uh, just do some time and get her set order and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, she's so funny. She's really yeah. Funny. She's great. And Have you been a comic? I think so. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Long time yeah, ago. Good. And then uh, uh, Colton Dowling, who's a local comic, uh, is emceeing. And uh, nice. we, my grandmother was a Dowling. And so I'm like, are you, this is crazy, but are you <laughs> Dowling people? Are they from Albany or near that area? And he goes, yeah. And so we've been, we were trying to figure out on um, ancestry, which, what, if, Ooh, okay. if they're, Hi. We have a lot. He has he has a lot of John Dowlings and Francis Dowlings, and so do I in our in our family. So so uh, we're gonna we have to figure that out. So we my sister's been in town for a week uh, before we came here, mm-hmm. and also my friends from San Francisco came down to do the thing that you did in Luxembourg. But so my one of my best friends from college, Mary Skinner, is married to a woman named Jenny, whose grandparents I think were Austrian okay and you can get an Austrian passport and with so her, if with a grandparent or a parent or something like that whatever it is and it might have been her dad actually was from Austria uh, and yeah. um and so they so she, but she had to go to the Austrian consulate like you had to go to San Francisco to the Luxembourg they had to come from San Francisco to go to LA consulate the Austrian consulate here Oh, did they have to go to Austria too? They didn't have to go to Austria. Oh, right. You had to go to Luxembourg. I got to go to Luxembourg. That's how I say it. And that's how we all say it. We Luxembourgers, Jackie. (laughs) Sorry. Right. So, but her and her son are both have uh, Austrian passports now. That's nice. You know, it's weird. I, I'm Jose Arroyo, uh, who's one of our com- one of the Conan writers, recommended this book. Paul, I think it's called Four Thousand Weeks or something. And so I've been listening to it, and it's basically a, it's like an anti life hack book. It's just basically kind of accepting that you aren't going to get to do most of the things you want to be able to do because you only <laughs> get to live once. And every time you choose to do one thing, you're choosing not to do 2000 other things. Right. Okay. So part of like, I, I still, though, I got to live in Europe for a year. I got to, I can't let that, that not happen. Like that's got to yeah. happen. Yeah. Um, you know, Tess Rafferty is writing um, Italian murder mysteries. Murder mysteries. She has a, she has a, a, a like a, like a, a, a a, a character a wine, the wine mom or not the wine mom but i like somebody who's who's just like can solve murder mysteries and is staying in italy and she has three books she has two books and a novella oh my god yes where Rafferty does and um and they're all um 
they're all like one Natale is is the uh, is the novella, and she just recorded the Dork Forest. Um, she did one Dork Forest probably six months ago or so, and it was just about Italian food mm-hmm. and how much she loved. And she turned me onto an Italian, like a weird European market in an industrial park on Lancashire uh, near uh, Laurel Canyon. Not no no. It's Lancashire and Sherman Way by Game Dude, which is a, a video oh. game, uh, whatever. So my uh, two score. of my non-interests in a row. Wow. A European grocery store? You don't want to go to a European grocery store? Jackie, I can't even cook an apple. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I can't you cook anything. You. I'm trying an so hard to make one thing, Persian rice. Okay, and yeah. all you have to do is burn rice, and I can't fucking do it. Ah, uh, you you're not supposed to. Okay, here's what I want you to do: is take an apple, not a red delicious, but if you must, uh, cut it up into into parts, core it, right? Just get all the seeds and stuff out, right? Mm-hmm. And then saute it in a little bit of, of uh, water mm-hmm. and some cinnamon and a little nutmeg, and you will have a stewed apple. And it's delicious. You can put it on top of oatmeal. You can just eat it straight. All right. Well, what I'm saying is a European market is beyond my beyond my sensibilities, beyond my skills. And it the fact that it's next to a Game Boy makes it even <laughs> less interesting to me. That's all I'm okay. saying. How about Tess Rafferty's murder mysteries? Is that something that kind of holds your That's attention really a little cool. bit? Just because you like really Tess cool. Rafferty. Yeah. But so she's and, does she have Italian citizenship? No, but she goes to Italy a lot. Oh. So wow. much like you want to live in 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 um in Europe, Europe, I think she would love to live in Italy for, you know, I think just would just love to live in Italy sometimes. I just want a year. And they and that's how when I when I moved to New York, I was like, just I just want to try it for a year. And I, you know, was there for a long time. And uh, you know, but Where I know you want to live in, in Europe, in Luxembourg. I don't know that I could afford Luxembourg, uh, but I'd want to live close to a place that has some kind of comedy community, you know, like either um, maybe someplace in Germany. London is no longer in the European Union. So it's a that's a little dodgy, right? Mm -hmm. Because of Brexit, you know, but I'm saying because I'm I. Oh, because of Luxembourg, you can now live anywhere in the EU. Yes, 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 yes. But I'm okay. you know what? I'll figure it out when the time comes. But um, yeah, yeah. When, but, but my um, point is, is that that like all these lives, you kind of think, oh, I'll, I'll do that one day. I'll do that one day. You're probably not. And then the, it's a really good book. I'm listening to it. I'm not reading it. And uh, but it's the the idea of just letting go of a lot of that can kind of take a lot of stress away from you if you just. You know, I'm not going to have 10 careers. I'm going to be probably be a comic my whole life. I'll be seeking spots. You know, it's not what I'm getting them. And maybe that's the good news. That's the good news is the Kill Martin touch. They're like, yeah, (laughs) we want you. We want you to come in. And uh, yeah, the feature, uh, my feature this week uh, listens to the show. Hi, Barry. How's it going? Barry Whitewater, I believe his last name is. And uh, funny guy and good guy, Dallas comic. Interesting. Whitewater was the name of the um, real estate uh, scandal that kind of led to uh, the Lewinsky affair being found out because uh, uh, right. something, I forget how one thing led to another, but it all sort of caught, 
broke it all open. And and the yeah, the impeachment it led to the uh, it was uh was some mm-hmm. nice uh, orchestration by the bad guys to yeah. find um stuff that that's why yeah, whatever. But uh, well, you're in Arkansas. His name is Whitewater. I don't know, Jackie. I'm. I'm. You're. You're trying to make some connections. Grasping at straws. You are. You're doing good work. Are they paper straws? <laughs> good work. And uh, we're both. We're both Central Time and Kyle's Pacific Time. So I think mm-hmm. it's only like ten thirty there. Yeah. Right. Early days. What? Um... <sighs> Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.